Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Eight fourteen on Wisconsin's Morning News. Just a couple of local stories in the news today that I want to expand on a little bit. This story out of Glendale. Nicolay High School, where police are involved now, is there accusations of child pornography being shared among students. Now, when you hear child porn, you think of some old dude sitting there downloading pictures on the Internet, right? That's the first you say to me, child porn, that's what I think of, right? Right, yep. But what this is, is a case that we all as parents need to be aware of. This is students being students, doing what they do, recording each other, and then sharing actual video of various sexual activity amongst themselves, sharing it around. Uh, in this case, it was Instagram, but my kids have encountered at least things in their friendship circles of texts that are exchanged or Snapchat things that are exchanged or whatever, but digital video or pictures being shared amongst friend groups. And then in this case, Instagram, so the entire internets, but uh, of themselves. So it's not a situation of somebody in a back room somewhere downloading anonymous pictures and things on the Internet. This is kids in their own friend groups sharing videos of themselves. And it's so important to reinforce for parents. Here's how I approach the conversation, at least with our kids. I try to make it small. So I don't get into this whole thing about how, you know, responsibility with your body or make it about sex or make it about whatever. When I've talked about specifically this issue with my kids, it's like, here's what the law says. If you get something like this or you're involved in something like this, like that's police time. It's not funny. It's not interesting. It's not whatever. So like just flat, don't do it. You're going to be talking to cops. Right, right. And that's that's happened. And I don't know that that's impressed upon them. Like they, they certainly, I would guess, whoever is involved in this and what is alleged here is that there were students involved in some various sexual exploits. Yeah, TMJ4 News has a story. Glendale police investigating alleged child pornography being circulated among students like you were talking about at Nicolay. Search warrant says a Nicolay High School student told a school resource officer a couple of weeks ago that a video depicting two other Nicolay students engaging in sexual acts had been posted online on Instagram. And court documents show the student accused of sharing that video is now arrested for alleged possession of child pornography. And so, again, this is them, like, they share everything else about their lives. Right. (laughs) Right? So why not this, right? Maybe is where their brains are or where their mentality is. But they certainly probably, my guess is whoever shared this wasn't thinking, I'm distributing child pornography, but I'll take my chances. They absolutely didn't look at it like that. Just sharing something that is beyond things that should be shared. Right. I I empathize with them though. This isn't one of those things where as an adult or where as a parent I go like, how could these kids be so so stupid? You know, there are those things. But this isn't one of them just because I can't relate. Like when we were kids or even into college, like this didn't exist. I've made this joke before. Well I think it I mean, video cameras existed. I suppose, but how were you going to share that? I mean, it wasn't going to give that to. Right. Obviously, it's different now. You're right. I've said, you know, I've told young people, I'm like, if had we been so motivated as to share naked pictures of ourselves or whatever, you would have had to take your parents' camera, shoot a bunch of film, 
Take that to over to the Walgreens or wherever they were, the film hut that they used to have photo. in the mall parking mall. lot, right? And let somebody develop that film and get it back. And what if, like, it was a non-starter, right? So to suggest, like, well, I never would have done it. Like, I don't know. I was never presented with the reality of that prospect of having an instant recorder in your pocket at right. all times and what, and, and the vehicle to distribute that in any meaningful form. So you can't, you can't relate to what they're struggling with or what they don't get about it in in that way right, other than just works. to tell them just don't do that so i, f- I hmm. feel for those who were involved and worse still if it's some third party who was doing this to hurt people might have just been someone who you know shared it around and i didn't want it to escalate to this and the other thing that that i've always impressed upon the kids is if you get something like this and it wasn't your fault and you didn't ask for it that's fine but don't hide you need to take this immediately, like, call me first, call mom, go to the school, like, we need to report this immediately so that you're not involved in this ring. You certainly can never, never, never show that to somebody, share it with somebody, whatever, because now you're part of this distribution network. Right, right. Even if that's not what you meant. So right away, you see something like that pop up, got to get adults Just involved like drugs, right now. Right? It's almost like a drug thing yeah. once you start distributing. Yeah. So you're wrapped up in this. And even if you just said, like, well, I didn't take the video or I didn't see this, but I just shared it with Eric because he's my friend. And I'm like, oh, did you see this? Boom. Now you're in. Cannot do it. So it's not your fault if you got it and you didn't ask for it. But that's the immediate step you've got to take. Yeah. I've tried to make that world small and just issued those few edicts. The other stuff, yes, we talk about morals and other things and how you behave and that. OK, that's a different hill to climb. But this one should be pretty simple. Or no, like, no. Well, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> the pause, the pause. No, 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 no. I, right. I, there's no pause. I, I understand what right. you're saying. Yes, it, 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 These are the things that keep parents up at night. Oh. This, this is why oftentimes you see, oh, the over helicoptering of parents and stuff like that. It's incidents like this that lead to some of those issues. Got a helicopter on this one. Yeah, helicopter swoop yes. right in and fix it. But uh, very difficult situation. We'll look to learn more details uh, again as this plays out and how seriously authorities go ahead and pursue uh, a criminal case here. They have to look at intent. They have to look at everything that was involved in it. But um, that is what's playing out uh, on the North Shore this morning. Just an important lesson for you and for your kids. Just about to say, if you're into this. You might not be into the artist whom I'm going to introduce next, but maybe you would be. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you? Right. I am. All kinds I like of music. Red Hot Chili Pipers, right. uh, Pet Peppers, <laughs> different band. I <laughs> like the, the Pipers. Pipers as well. Uh, but I also really like the music of Lorena McKennett, singer, songwriter. You know it when you hear it. It's like that beautifully haunting Celtic sound. It's a good way to describe it. You know it when you right? hear it. Haunting. Yep. Keep going. Right. I'll get it then. Uh, I can just play it. Um, Anyway, she's got a lot of other influences mixed into her music as well. It's super cool. I like I like storytellers, and she is certainly that. She is touring the U.S. for the first time in eight years. She's coming to Milwaukee. And I had a chance to talk with her about what songs she is playing on this tour. And then the surprising fan base that she has in Europe, to my earlier point about how people can have an eclectic taste course, in music. Of course. Entry into your music was Book of Secrets, Highwayman, okay. Dante's Prayer, Mummer's Dance. I like love them all. Bought the CD. So, what is your set list on this tour? What are we all going to hear? Well, the first 
set is a, a collection of pieces from across the catalog, including probably my most recent studio recording, which is called Lost Souls, but we never toured on the United States. And uh, then the second set is we're, we're performing the visit from in complete, uh, completely from top to bottom and in order. So the, that's how the second set will fall. Talking with singer-songwriter Lorena McKennett. She is coming back to Milwaukee for a show at the Paps Theater on November 7th. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate writers and storytellers. What is, what is your muse for your writing? There's no question that I have a deep appreciation for what history has to teach us. So through the vehicle, the history of the Celt has offered me an amazing a geographical and historical path to explore and draw inspiration from. But I'm also looking for those connections or those elements of history that may have a very contemporary relevance. How about what you listen to? Do you have a guilty pleasure that something sort of that people wouldn't believe that you listen to? (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, I think the widest that has ever gotten was just having a deep passion for, say, Tom Waits. Um, I I mean, I'm old enough to go back and appreciate, oh, Peter Gabriel and Dire Straits. And, you know, I do know that there's a number of heavy metal fans, particularly in Germany, who come to our concerts. That's interesting. What do you think attracts European metalheads to your music? Uh, I'm not sure. It might be this kind of, I mean, early on there seemed to be some uh, connection between a kind of period music, not just Celtic, but this very modal music that uh, uh, that might be connected to Baroque or Gothic, or I think it comes in a bit through the Gothic romanticism, but they, they do. I mean, I've been interviewed and featured on heavy metal magazines, and it's quite, it's quite interesting. And that's Lorena McKenna. Her show is November 7th, so that's next week at the Paps Theatre in Milwaukee. I thought she made it... First of all, that brought us into an interesting point about, like, eh, you don't have to be into this kind of music or that kind of music necessarily. Why can't you appreciate multiple genres? Sure. You typically wouldn't think of metalheads mixing with her crowd, but (laughs) I thought that was fascinating. We sort of uh, expanded on it a little bit. Let me play you one more thing. I pulled this because I thought you would find it interesting. Because you, I know, have a wide range of tastes in music. I thought you'd think this is her thoughts on that pretty interesting falls into that that category you can't judge a book by its cover and and i think the unfortunate thing is the music industry has become a very predetermined fashion commodity kind of business without respecting or appreciating the fact that when given the chance people can have a appreciation for a wide range of musical expressions that may they may be drawn to or go to uh, to fortify or induce a mood they want to be in i call it a kind of musical pharmacy um so I think the industry has heavily shaped and manipulated the populations, uh, you know, the categorizations of things. Yeah, you know what? I almost heard you talking to me yeah. there. 
That's awesome. Oh, that's the music industry. That's what I do to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we gotta. You know, it's gotta be this thing. It's just like food. No, why can't you like different flavors of food? Why can't you mash up a couple of flavors that you wouldn't think of, or a couple of different types of foods together? Why you can do that with music? Absolutely. And people appreciate variety, a wide variety, without even realizing it. You might not be in the country, but you're gonna appreciate a couple of country musicians just because they're good yeah, at yeah. their craft. Like I told her, I I just like storytellers. Yeah, I like how she writes. I like that you know anything's a story. That's what one thing. I'm not that much into country either, but I appreciate the stories right. that so many country artists mm-hmm. can tell. They're writing, and you know, and her point as well about how maybe you need music to put you in a mood, or maybe you use the music because of what mood you're in. Yeah, right. Yeah. But either way, enhance the, the flavors, musical, right? Yes. Back to food. The audio pharmacy, she called it. I like Something that along that That's line. That's a great line. 831 on Wisconsin's Morning News. 20 minutes before 9 o'clock on Wisconsin's Morning News. So I've renewed optimism that the fight is still on. It could happen. And I very much want to see it. It could happen. All right, let's get to it. Well, I did say people were going to die. Muskwatch for Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. Elon Musk in the news. Now, for a couple of different things, what would you like to start with? Okay, let's do I want to do the fight, fight first. Yeah. Fight first? Change Tell it up a little bit? Okay, so yeah. So Elon Musk, as you know, had challenged Mark Zuckerberg in a duel or a which, fight of some kind. Which you could just stop there and would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that that even occurred. Yes. But the fact that this is still being entertained as a possible right. reality. Yeah, so what happened was, after he said that originally, Zuckerberg, you know, had the shirt off, pecs bouncing to the music. <laughs> let's do this, because he's actually fit and trains and does jiu-jitsu and things. Okay, pal. So Zuckerberg was like, okay, let's go. Let's do this. So then, like... Somehow, I the narrative on it was that Elon Musk was like, no, I'm not actually going to fight him, am I? And then like, hey, let's do it at the Coliseum in Italy and all that stuff. Like, that was actually a thing. So, <laughs> it kind of fell apart because Zuckerberg claimed he wasn't serious, but no. Musk says he's in. He accused me of not, not, not being serious. And I said, look, listen, at the end of the day, if I'll fight you any place, anywhere, under any rules. Oh. Is he? He said name of the place. I'm like, I'm. If, I'm happy to fight him in a house on a mouse with a louse. <laughs> We'd like to go full Dr. Seuss here. <laughs> oh, all right. Would so you? Could you? He was with on a Joe Rogan. That's him. Yeah, it was Rogan laughing there on Rogan's podcast. So he said, and Musk says, by the way, I have trained. We did a lot of uh, karate, right? Uh, I did uh, judo. Judo kai. Now listen to this here. He like starts bragging a little bit. It reminds me of like the the 10-year-old kid on the recess, like all the cool stuff he's done. Okay. Listen to this. Shinkai, karate. Yeah. Um, I did some jujitsu, taekwondo, um, street fighting. <laughs> street, street fighting. Wait. <laughs> all right. Wait. So continue. Which I, was involuntary. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, you know. Which means he didn't want to street fight somebody, right. but that happened at some There's point. There's so much there. Can I start with this? I did some this, I did some that, I did some karate, I did some jujitsu. And he probably did but only because he's some? a billionaire. Like, he's probably done a little bit of everything. Like, when you were seven, you had one three week class with the rec department for jujitsu. Yeah, but this or guy's whatever. got like, money, so I, all he has to do is snap his fingers and trainer will come and hang with sure, him. Sure, but did some can mean a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, Are right. you like, because Zuckerberg is like 
super trained? Is he, is yes, he jiu-jitsu? And, and has competed. Or is he kung fu? Uh, or say, he's I, one of the I disciplines. I thought he was jiu-jitsu yeah. for sure. But like he's competed. Yes. Like, he's actually been in events. That's different than I did some. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the involuntary street fighting. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't you know, dig into that. So anyway, so he says he's in. He's still willing Good. to do it. Does Fine. that mean it's going to happen? Who knows? But like there is, they wanted to do UFC. That's where Zuckerberg was like, no, let's do it in Vegas. I want to do UFC. Um, but the the hang up apparently, according to Musk, was no. Musk wanted to be at the Coliseum because Italy offered. Italy's like, hey, do it at the. Coliseum. They did not. Yes, that's according to Musk. Italy was like, hey, do it here. And Musk In was the like, actual Coliseum. Yes. But Musk was like, no. But there's too much history there. I don't. We can't yeah. do UFC where there's a bunch of signage and make it look ugly because like okay, that's right. where his rub was. Yeah. Right? Well, let's do it in the, you know, if we're doing the Coliseum, I don't care if you do UFC rules or not. Can't be ugly. It can't be NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Ma- Madison Square Garden. Isn't that where all the big boxing ranches were back in the 50s? Sure, yeah. yeah. The garden. You can do that. But Coliseum, I like the baby. idea of Vegas. Coliseum. Everything cool no. is in Vegas now. Yeah, Luxor or whatever. But Coliseum. Come on. Gladiator stuff. There's not that much room there, though, as far as for spectators are going to believe, strangely enough, point. is that that whole floor. And the concessions. You know, like, yeah, not, forget right. about it, man. All you get, pasta, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so and you're right. I don't know how you'd get people in there, so that's where money becomes an issue. Anyway, so he was I, who actually knows? on a lot of serious stuff, though. More yeah. AI stuff. From okay, him. so he is overseas right now. Two day artificial intelligence safety summit that's taking place. A lot of the big wigs are there. Execs from Google's AI unit, the Google DeepMind, the ChatGPT, OpenAI, Zuckerberg's Meta. All of them have been there figuring out the stuff. And Elon was there. And this is fresh tape. This is from uh, Elon from overnight talking to Sky News about the concerns of AI. AI is, is sort of like at least 80% likely to be beneficial and perhaps 20% uh, dangerous. This is obviously speculative at this point. You know, I think, I think if, if, if we um, hope for the best but prepare for the worst, um, that seems like the, the wise course of action. But, but um, I think the probability of extremely bad is, is low. I think, we, but I think the more we, we, we pay attention to it, the more we care about it, the, the more we minimize the probability of something going wrong. Okay, so, you know, and they all are, seem to be in agreement. They've come up with some different ways that they can kind of police each other and have some referees, if you will, and that type of thing. So that's better, because if you remember, this is what he said earlier. There is some chance that above zero that AI will kill us all. Okay, so now he's saying <laughs> yes, that 80% that would be in the 20. <laughs> Of bad. So I, I think his point is well made, though. Okay, hey, no, overall, AI will be great, but we do need to pay attention to it. We can't just let this thing fly. So it sounds like they're all on the same page. Got to pay attention to that 20. <laughs> yes. 8.45 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Got to be free. Come together. Just about 10 minutes before 9 o'clock, bringing in our teammate Sandy Max. And this morning, Sandy, you are fresh off the trip over to London, where you took uh, folks who listened to you on a on a Beatles trip, oh. and then you are using this as the launch point for your new show, which debuts tonight. Yay! Does it debut o'clock. or does it premiere? Ooh, premiere sounds. Dun, 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 oh, dun, I like premiere dun, dun, dun. tonight. Yeah. We're gonna roll out the red carpet for what's show on is tap. called. What's on tap? Six o'clock and so hour what is long. On tap? <laughs> what's on tap? Well, you just heard some Beatles. There's uh, well, what's on tap is a show about culture and creativity in Wisconsin and around the world. So looking at relevant topics and newsworthy topics through that cultural lens. And I loved your interview yesterday with Milwaukee Ballet's Michael Pink. 
loved hearing that. And that's some of the kind of interviews, but also experiences. Like I imagine myself going through the King Tut exhibition that's at uh, the Baird Center now with an academic. Like, let's see how historically accurate it is and have some fun. So bring experiences. So Sandy's going to ruin that for all of you. No, (laughs) no, no. Didn't you? Yeah, this isn't real. This isn't no, real. no, no but kidding. just that immersive. Yes. Because like, you got to think if if there's an academic and you love this, yeah, yeah. now being surrounded by yep. that, you know, kid in a candy store kind of thing. But being able to address those sort of topics and as much as fun, it's going to be spotlighting creativity and culture. There can be a useful aspect to it. For example, you know, the Monday after the terrible Maine shooting, and we heard about. PTSD, and you had that wonderful conversation with our teammate Brandon Snide about his experiences as a veteran. I would love to be able to talk to Feast of St. Crispian, who does great arts work, working with Shakespeare and veterans, guitars for vets. Like there are a lot of other ways other than just the kind of the clinical VA that we think of mm-hmm. to right. help veterans right. and also improve our community, give people hope and a creative outlet. But great topic for today's show because the Beatles have launched a new song. <gasps> well, Who's you left two. of the Beatles? And the, He's all right. snarky about it. You yeah. were both lukewarm about it this morning. I was driving <laughs> in. You started, Eric. You're like, meh. Maybe. <laughs> it, it was close. It was really Is it, close. Have you heard? Now, wait. It doesn't drop till 9 o'clock. We are nine so. minutes away from the if new it's a good and song, last fine. Beatles song. Okay. I'm just not optimistic it's a good song. Oh, I am. You I are? really am. I'm excited about it. We'll talk about it tonight on What's on Tap. Um I think it was misrepresented with AI at first. I thought we all thought it was going to be like auto-tuned, but yeah. because of that huge Beatles documentary Get Back with Peter Jackson of Hobbit fame and all mm-hmm. that, it was Peter Jackson getting this technology, they finally could separate this 1970s demo of John Lennon and piano. They finally could separate and isolate that vocal track and put it with George Harrison's guitar. So uh, I like to call them the Threedles. So Paul, Ringo, and George got together with this Lennon track and really tried to do something with it and just couldn't because they couldn't separate the piano. Now, ta-da, that technology exists, so we will hear it. The George audio is from like the 90s or something, right? Yeah. Yes. So it's a really interesting way to preserve this spirit. And I think that Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr took this very seriously. It, it isn't just to okay make some money money right. grab <laughs> right. yeah that's what I was saying but but it was it seemed to have a lot of magic because this was a vocal track that they had worked with for a long time so we will hear that song tonight we will discuss do you really want or need a new Beatles song and a friend of mine Cheryl Pavelski Grammy Award winner two time Grammy Award winner uh, she specializes in legacy recordings with her independent record label and I want to get her opinion on do we really want or need and what does this mean. For the future of music. And we're going to hear more from your trip from overseas as well, yes? I went to Strawberry Field in Liverpool and many other destinations, and uh, you'll get a a virtual tour of Strawberry Field that I took uh, with Sue Harvey. She's just lovely, and you get to hear a good Liverpool accent. And then I got curious. I'm like, is there a Strawberry Field kind of in Wisconsin? Looked it up. Is there? There's a woman who owns a graphic design company called Strawberry Fields Design, and she has created an entire Beatles-themed Airbnb close oh, to Lambeau awesome. Field. I had to go get a tour. Her name is Addie. Um, there's even a Paul McCartney in a phone box in the bathroom for the shower. And <laughs> 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 is there any way we can get a taste of Sue uh, when you're overseas? Is that do you have that Would available? Like, yes. Sure. Yeah, can we sure. Hear from her? I asked her what the most surprising thing is about 
touring Strawberry Field now for a lot of Beatles fans. They're amazed that they can actually come beyond the gates now. So the fact that the gates were closed for so long after the children's home closed, and really even before then you couldn't you couldn't come beyond the gates. I mean, John John shouldn't have come beyond the gates. He was jumping over the wall to play in the gardens. The fact that people could actually walk beyond the gates and have that connection with Strawberry Field and their connection, their personal connection with John and the Beatles and the song was quite an emotional thing for a lot of people. And it's a cool space because it was originally a Salvation Army home for children and that's why John Lennon was popping over mm-hmm. and, uh, and it made such an impact in his life. It was the inspiration for the Beatles song, Strawberry Fields, and they also still use it not only as a Beatles interactive exhibition where the piano where Imagine was is on display. Oh, it's amazing. There's a beautiful garden. But it also is a training center for young people with learning disabilities. So it's still this active spot. It wasn't open in 2018 when I on my first trip to Liverpool, so I was super excited to stroll the grounds with Sue. So you'll hear more of that tour, um, and we'll indulge in some Beatles and other things. Six o'clock tonight, first episode of What's on Tap. Thanks, the, premiere. the premiere. The premiere. Yes, we've right. decided on that. The premiere. the premiere. Red carpet optional. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> 855 awesome. on Wisconsin's Morning News.